Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I'm Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a jam-packed pod today discussing the trailers for The Batman, Scream, and our Movie of the Week, Hell or High Water. I would mix something up, change it up a little bit, you know. Oh god, I gotta hit the wrong button. Hit the wrong button. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. You can't do this right one. now. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be that one. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey, I, I swear, at least like once or twice a week, bro. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at my my desk chilling, and I do this number. I drink. Right. I do this number. It's a text message from you, and it, it, sometimes it's just a dribble. Sometimes it's all over my damn screen. <laughs> Sometimes it's a dribble. Sometimes, right. but like, luckily, like I'm by myself, so nobody can see me unless they're walking by. I've never yeah. been caught before, so never been caught dribbling. All right, all right, JV, how are we doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good, dude. A lot of great content recently. Yes, we got to talk about some stuff, man. Yeah, let's like, get into it. Like DC had their DC fandom, oh, which yeah. I think this is like the second or third year that they've done it, mm. at least that I know of. And I didn't watch any of it because I'm not going to. What do you mean? Like the uh... the whole presentation type thing. They gotcha. had it yeah, like yeah. streaming on their website or something. I watched a, not a single second. Same. But I was waiting for the trailers that popped out of there. Oh, yeah, of course. Let's talk about that Flash trailer, man. So Flashpoint, right? Ezra Miller is finally getting his own movie, and he's not alone. What sucks, too, is he gets his own movie, but he's not the only Flash. <laughs> 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 it 
<laughs> right? <laughs> That's kind of messed up. Multiple Barry Allens here. Flashpoint, yeah. 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 I mean, let's just get right to it, man. Who cares about this Flash movie? The only thing we really care about is, like, Michael Keaton Batman right. returning. And apparently the Batmobile as well. The 89 Batmobile. Yes. Like, the most dope Batmobile, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. if that thing could fit in my garage, I would own one. Also, if I had that kind of money, I would. I mean, we could just kind of cut the door out and just kind of like, <laughs> be like the shape of the hood. I'm willing to help you with that. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. But no, this was like our, our first glimpse, man. This is the movie that should have been made like four or five years ago. It's finally here, almost, at least the first trailer. <laughs> And, um, you know, we know the Barry Allen story, obviously, because of the flash on the CW and stuff. But I don't know what's going to be different about this one, except for Batman. I'm curious. Uh, you know, we've seen, like you said, the, the flashpoint in the CW flash. And there was also an animated flash. Yeah. Which was really good as well. So hopefully it kind of expands. I, I don't want to see the same thing again. Right. That's not what we want. Nah, we want um, something different, yeah. Yeah, we want something a little different. We want something, you know, that's going to draw us into this character. Because right now, you know, he was in Justice League and all that, but he had some funny scenes, but he didn't really get what he should have got out of that movie. Yeah, I think what you mean, and stop me if I'm wrong, I was expecting more from him, and he was part of the Justice League, but... yeah. Like a side character. You're a side character in an ensemble where, yeah. for example, like all the Avengers movies, everybody had equal screen time. Everybody had had equal thing. Like that, that first 2012 Avengers, right? Each mm -hmm. character at the end in the third act had something very important to do. And like this dude just had to run around. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's his power, but... I mean, that's what he does, right? I mean, you know, and, and you, we had two versions of... Justice League, you know the first one. He really didn't get any anything good. Yeah, in the first Justice League movie. The second one, he got a lot better story. You know, just because they had to make a four hour movie out of it. So hopefully, this one can really dive in to to Ezra Miller's Flash. That's what I'm hoping for. I want a lot of character development, man. Yes. Um, I think that's one thing that DC has been lacking with their movies is. They're all flash and not really character development. Just because you do dark mm -hmm. and gritty Zack Snyder does not mean character development. Um, and I think somebody as, even though he's super fast, as grounded as Barry Allen, I think you could do a lot of character with, with him. And that's what I really want. So yeah, we'll see, man. Oh, yeah. This past week, actually in, in one night, actually after we recorded last Monday, I watched... All three Evil Dead movies. <laughs> I watched Evil Dead. I watched right. Evil Dead 2. And I watched Army of Darkness. Right. I couldn't go to sleep, man. Well, They're all on HBO Max right now. I'm going to have to check them out. I haven't seen them in a while. I have seen Army of Darkness about a gazillion times. But I've never right. seen like how he got where he was in Army gotcha. of Darkness, right? Yeah. It all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, the first... Uh, the first Evil Dead is one of those real low budget situations. It's kind of corny, but you just enjoy it for some reason. You just enjoy it, and yeah. it's got to all be Bruce Campbell, right? <laughs> yes. 
and like he ups the zaniness in the second one. It's just fun, yeah. man. It's yeah. just fun. <laughs> you know, there there's parts that are scary. That's just more the camera work and Sam R- Raimi's direction. Yeah. But they're just fun, goofy want to be scary movies and i guess back in like the 80s yeah that probably was pretty scary but right right yeah i mean we just watched halloween kills so yeah it had a lot of pr- practicality to what they did so yeah yeah it was it just made it that much more gross and scary you know but yeah halloween kills dude michael myers like is evil incarnate man dr loomis <laughs> said that multiple times and yeah, me and Carmen watched this yesterday in the theaters, man. You know, I'm trying to be back yeah. in the theater as much as possible. That's my happy place. And that was a good movie, man. Michael Myers is just, he's just like a guy, right? He's just some guy that literally could just walk up to your house and be that guy. He's not a uh, a Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger. He's a dude. And that's really the scary part of it. I mean, a six foot four dude, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, it's like six four, two fifty. He's basically a white version of me. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just Fair. really knows his way around kitchen cutlery. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Oh, he definitely shows that off in this one. Oh, dude. For no reason. For no reason at all. You know what I liked about this, man, is this movie is that. It came out around Halloween time. Thank you. Yeah. And it actually takes place in the same night of the Halloween that came, the one that came out in 2018. So mm-hmm. Halloween and Halloween Kills is all one single night, and that's fun, man. I mean, Halloween is the, obviously the longest damn night ever in this world, but <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it was three days, but. <laughs> Yeah, it was cool uh, seeing that kind of flashback, too, during that movie. Yeah. Bringing, you know, the, the characters, some, some of the younger characters from the from the older movies and kind of seeing them years later. Uh, I enjoyed that part of the movie. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like talked about a long time ago and on a few different podcasts. He's just, Michael Myers is just scary. Being, like, the, the, the same build as him, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, uh... I wish Michael Myers would, but after watching Halloween Kills, I'm, I think I'm good, bro. Ain't trying to mess with I'm that not, guy. I'm going no rounds with this guy, man, you know? <laughs> He's moving out. Leave town. Don't even worry about yeah. it anymore. Burn, yes. burn the whole town now. Burn the whole town <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get rid of the whole the whole reason for him to go anywhere. <laughs> like when a spider gets in your house or something. <laughs> oh, dude. This is what I say, man. So... The two things that I say, well, actually, not even about spiders. Spiders, I just, I just kill. But I always told my wife and anybody who wants to hear this: if a snake gets into my house, <laughs> I'm burning it down. I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast that like my insurance adjuster might hear, you know. But uh, I don't really care. Okay, house burnt down, and I'm gonna go to the insurance and be like, I don't know what happened. They're like, did, did you find a snake in there by chance? <laughs> just there's it, a note. Me. gonna be a note in your file. Ask about snake evidence. <laughs> was there was there a garter snake in your house, Clyde? By chance, garter snake. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let me let me ask you this, bro. What are you currently watching, man? You watching anything good lately? I've started watching uh, Community. 
again. Okay. I've never seen it. It's pretty solid. It's it's not a uh like a parks and rec or like a supernatural for me where it's just like over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But from time to time it just kind of stumbles upon, you know, upon me and I watch it and it, it's a funny show. Okay. The first few episodes it, it goes right into it. It ain't nothing that is like a big build up to anything. It's just funny. Okay, right gotcha. Because you know, like the office first season was like trash. Every season after that was phenomenal. Well, with community it's kind of the opposite it just starts it's just kind of a it's not a flat line but it's nothing that like peaks and then drops and peaks and it's just kind of the same it's the same through all all the seasons yeah what about you other than evil dead trilogy yeah man um super excited so we're recording this monday night last night sunday um the 17th uh the best TV returns and it's called Succession. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're in season three. And this is basically a story of a really, really, really stupid, wealthy, rich family. And they all run a media company. And they're all jockeying for who's next in the line of succession when daddy dies. Hmm. And Daddy is okay. acting like he's nowhere near death. It's just fun, man. It's 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 riveting. It's great mm-hmm. acting. It's real people. I th- it's just the best television that I've watched in a really long time, man. Uh, highly mm-hmm. recommend. It's on HBO Max. Jump into that one. Oh, let me. Uh, forgot Legends of the Hidden Temple. What? Oh, I watched the the first episode of it. What is that on? Oh man, what did I did I, watch? I think I watched it on Hulu. Maybe. Okay. So, like, is it, like, kids or is it adults no, playing the game? Probably teenagers to, like, young adults. 34-year-olds? People, like, in college. Damn it. That was a long time ago for us. Okay. Because <laughs> I remember, like, two or three years ago, it was, like, maybe a year before the pandemic, maybe two years before that. Mm-hmm. I got, like, an email or I saw something on social media and it said sign up for legend of the hidden temple and (laughs) i hit up my buddy john and i hit up my buddy mitchell and i was like guys this is our chance okay we need to do this right now we gotta do this and nobody ever wanted to sign up with me so i didn't have a team we're gonna be the purple monkeys uh right (laughs) it's still still the same or the golden giraffe. I don't know the names. The uh, the golden giraffe. The, the, I don't think that was a name. <laughs> <laughs> the golden, I don't think so. Oh man! But like, okay, was was anything different about it, or was it the same exact concept? Uh, same kind of concept, but I feel like the challenges weren't as fun as they seemed when it was in like the nineties, right? Yeah, uh, talk to me. I don't know. Used to just like see kids seem like they just got hurt and just like disappear off set you know like like, you never really knew what happened to them (laughs) yo 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 so the biggest thing for me is like that that golden monkey golden monkey yeah why the hell did they have such a hard time putting those three pieces bro talk to me about that why the hell was it so difficult for them to put that thing together stress man it was a stress (laughs) <laughs> oh god! Oh, 
You hit me right Yo. when I was taking a drink. Oh, man. <clears throat> Yo, we're going to link on our socials uh, about Legends of the Hidden Temple. I'm surprised that it's back, man. That, I'm you know surprised you didn't even tell me about it. Wow. I have to check that out. Like, <laughs> But, like, it would bug the hell out of me, man. Just put the head on, bro. You don't put Just, the head on backwards. That's it was always, but like, square peg, round hole, bro. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. It, <laughs> do they yeah. do they still do they still have the um? Do they still have the guys who come and like take them away? No, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's the challenges aren't the same. You just have to watch it to, to understand. All right, all right. Well, we'll be talking about it on next week's pod. Is what we're going to be talking about. Okay, we still got the talking head though. Oh, uh, Sarnok, aren't, what is his name? I don't remember what his name was. Can we just do yeah, a whole pod on Legends of the Hidden Temple next week? Can we just do you that? Wanna, <laughs> you want to? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Also, for anybody who needs to know, we'll link it in our socials. Seinfeld is on Netflix. If you never watched this show, watch it. Have you ever watched Seinfeld? I've seen episodes. I've never, like, watched it through its entirety i mean i'm in the middle of season two i mm. did not understand the cho- show as a child right now as a, as a full-fledged adult who has lived through a lot of this shit this is the funniest show ever <laughs> i get it i get it now i now, get it now you can relate right now, now you can relate. relate to this stuff <laughs> so watch seinfeld and the last thing i want to talk about is uh before we jump into this week's episode squid game i have not become a fan of that show yet have you watched it yet, though? I've watched some of the first episode, and I don't know. I guess it just was a day where I just couldn't just couldn't sit and get into it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just a busy day, and then I just never went back to it. It gets so much better. I am two episodes from completing it. All right. Just great television, man. Okay. Kind of gross, kind of gory. Fair, fair. But, like, a lot of themes that the director and the writers are throwing at you— Mm-hmm. And you you catch a lot. There's a, there's a lot, man. Okay. Like there's a lot of South yeah, Korean it's... filmmakers who are just geniuses that are bringing us new stuff. Like remember Parasite a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Fantastic film. Like I I am a fan of South Korean cinema now, dude. Awesome. I know I'm getting cultured over here, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're just broadening your horizons for for cinema. I hear you, man. It's good, yeah, man. All right, dude. The moment we've been waiting for ever since we heard our Pats is making the jump. Okay. We got our first trailer, mm-hmm. first full trailer for the Batman. <laughs> Talk to me, man. It's Talk like, to it's me. like he was right here. <laughs> is he is he a special guest? Is that uh, our Pats? What's up? No. No, guys. Uh we're not doing that yet, uh, <laughs> only because our Pats does not know we exist. One day, though, yeah. we'll get him on here. We'll talk tenant with him is what we'll do. Then we'll ask there him all the go. questions about about Bat- Batman. So Yeah, we'll get get him pinned down in the, in the corner with that movie and then just let him have yeah, the dude. Batman talk. Okay. That's right. That's why That's why you're really here is for the Batman, man. But no, <laughs> talk to me. Uh, what about this trailer, sir? <laughs> we get a lot more of him in this one, and... It's really just keeps building this curiosity in me for the this Batman's character in this movie. Yeah. You know, he's doesn't seem like the same kind of 
playboy, rich, I do whatever I want kind of Bruce Wayne that we've seen over the years. You know, I guess this may just the, the grit that this trailer brings, the darkness, you know, real dark, rainy, sad, you know, angry movie is what I it saw. It rains every day in Goth- Gotham, clearly. Just wet everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're <laughs> if you're under an awning or whatever. It's just raining. You get wet. Always rain. Sideways <laughs> rain, too. You know, it's got to hit you right in the nostril. <laughs> <laughs> the Penguin. Okay, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Like Colin Farrell has been named like Hollywood's sexiest man. Like I don't know, seventeen right. times. I totally just made that number up. Sounds but accurate. Colin Farrell, good looking dude. <laughs> Sounds accurate. <laughs> Colin Farrell, good looking dude. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. He's he's unrecognizable in this role, man. He jumped into this character as the Penguin and just looks. Oh, that's going to be fun, dude. You know, this movie is going to be the Riddler basically bringing Batman to the breaking point. It has the Penguin. It has Selena Kyle. It has um, a a black Selena Kyle, which Selena Kyle has been portrayed as a black woman in the comics multiple mm-hmm. times in Eartha Kitt from the 1960s. So... <laughs> Super excited about that, man. No, man, this... I don't know what world Matt Reeves is really building with this Batman. Yeah. But you know it's stark different than anything that we've seen before. I love that, man. I love that. Christopher Nolan even said a couple of months ago in in an interview, you know, Batman is a character that you can almost create and reboot like James Bond for different Mm -hmm. generations. And... You'll, you're going to get a different feel for what the world is, right? You put Batman into today's world, and that's, I think, what Matt Reeves is trying to do. Uh, right. I can pretty feel excited, that. dude. Pretty, pretty, oh, yeah, pretty excited about this one now. Yeah, it's kind of weird <clears throat> how excited I am to see, see this Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump over here, man, to... Uh, and it's super weird because I think it's taken on the same vein as Halloween. So like, you know, Halloween came out in the seventies and it was called Halloween. And then the one that came out in 2018 is called Halloween. So we have scream the trailer for yeah. scream. We are the movie that's coming out will be scream. And it has all the original cast in it. That stayed alive in scream. So not really scream five. Just, just the name is just scream. Yeah. Not scream five. Oh. Not, not, not scream the saga continues or scream the next avenger or anything of that nature just yeah. scream like i get no <laughs> subtitle bro like <laughs> no but every time you search it it's just gonna be messed up scream maybe they just capitalized all the letters maybe no do that either? okay scream the empire strikes back like can i get yeah. something <laughs> <laughs> Scream, the the Dark yeah. Knight Rises. I don't, I don't, just give me something. But you know what? It did Nothing. the same thing as Halloween did. Are you a fan of the Scream series? I'm a fan. Not a uh, crazy fan, but I've seen them. And, you know, it's fun to see doing the same thing. You know, saying Halloween, it's doing the same thing. Now it's bringing back the cast from the original movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's a whole different chapter in this in this thing. But... We have those characters to give us that nostalgia from the first. That's exactly what they're trying to do. I don't think 
they really needed to. If you want to reboot <laughs> right. a like you could is it a soft reboot of the franchise? Are they doing just like Halloween is doing right right now? I don't know, but like I love the first two two movies. Mm-hmm. Just great cinematic gory adventures. Right. Three and four, yeah, whatever. <laughs> this one, I'm tired of seeing Cindy Prescott. Like, leave this woman alone, okay? Uh, you don't have to go back to the town. This time, she's just seems like she's just getting in it. Like, yeah, she ain't like, even trying to avoid it now. She's asking for it this time. <laughs> yeah, you are halfway across <laughs> the country, and yeah. you're like, you know what? I'm going to go handle this myself. Like, yeah. why? Why? Why put yourself through that? Um, I, I'm not excited about this movie, man. Like, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to see it in the theater. Um, super not excited about this movie, though. Right, kind of, kind of the same for me, man. It's, it's something I'm, I'm gonna go see because I want to, and I want to, you know, see what happens with these characters from the original movie. Right? If they weren't in there, would it really matter that much of a movie? Yeah, like I yeah. get why they 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 are doing Halloween the way that they're they're doing it, and it makes perfect sense. And I was super excited that when it came out in 2018, I was super excited about it. But I, I just mm-hmm. Scream came along when all other type of horror movies were done and played. And what Wes Craven did was flip all these horror tropes on their on their head and make fun of them. <laughs> and that was the yeah. beauty of it. What are you trying to do now, bro? Like, what are you trying yeah. to do now? I think that magic is over. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Coffee, uh, something that we never talk about are the amazing vehicles in these movies, man, that we watch. I mean, let's talk about our top phase, bro, for a second. Yeah, man. That Ashton Martin DB5 from James Bond, acclaimed, just mm. fantastic. That 89 Batmobile. Tim Burton's Batmobile, Michael Keaton's Batmobile, just yes. badass. Iconic. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not a muscle car type of guy, but Eleanor, that 67 Mustang yeah. Shelby GT500 from Gone in 60 Seconds. Whew. Got me there. Oh, that's a perfect car, man. <laughs> you know, and probably super iconic more than any of those other ones is that DeLorean time machine from back to the future. Yes. Like that was a character itself and just fantastic brother. Just classic dope vehicles that helped out their protagonists get through their movie. Man. What are some of your favorites? Of course, the DeLorean 100% agree with that one. Oh, fantastic. Mine are a lot of muscle cars, man. Uh, 1977 Pontiac Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit. Fire. Dom's 1970 Charger from the first Fast and the Furious. Interesting fact, I have a photo next to one of those cars that I took at Universal Studios when I was younger. Ooh, ooh, nice. Uh, 1958 Plymouth Fury from Christine. And that Ferrari 250 GT from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Dude, that one from Ferris Bueller's, man, is just fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite? Well, it's going to have definitely have to be Dom's Charger overall. Uh, just American muscle. No matter where you go, these things make a statement. Yeah. What about you? Which one would you choose? It's that DB5, man. It's the ultimate spy car. Like, I love James Bond. 
I always wanted to be a spy. Uh, you know, this car has pop-out gun barrels behind the front headlights, revolving license plate, a champagne cooler in the armrest, smoke screen, oil slick. This car just screams badassery, man. Like, I wouldn't use any of those things, but super cool. Let me ask you a question, though. Do you have to have a license to kill to drive it? You know what? You probably should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. So we want to hear about your favorite movie vehicles. You know the socials. Movie in a Pod on Facebook and at Movie in a Pod on Twitter and Instagram. All right, JV. Let's go ahead and discuss this week's movie, man. We have... Yes, sir. Hell or High Water, dropped in theaters 2016. Other good releases that year, Nocturnal Animals, The Girl on the Train, Live by Night, Masterminds, Silence, Assassin's Creed, Miss Sloan, The Neon Demon, and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Just love that movie. It's just so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, We got... Hell or High Water, and it is directed by David McKenzie, written by Taylor Sheridan. This one had a budget of $12 million, and the box office hit $37.9 million. Starting in this movie, we have Jeff Bridges as Texas Ranger Marcus Hamilton, Chris Pine as Toby Howard, Ben Foster as Tanner Howard, Gil Birmingham as Texas Ranger Alberto Parker, and I'm going to mention... Katie Mixon as Jenny Ann because she played a pretty crucial role in this one as well, even though she had a small part. Oh, yeah. All right, man. So uh, give us that quick synopsis, sir. So we got two brothers. They pull off a few small bank heists. They're trying to pay off a loan to keep their recently deceased mother's ranch and the family. Uh, The younger brother, Toby, carefully plans out these robberies. And when his brother Tanner kind of goes off script from their plans, leads to a lot of attention, and eventually ends with a happy ending for only one of them. Oh, yeah. All right, and so we have, you know, 2016, we have two brothers yep. who, they're robbing bank. Their mother just recently passed away um, through a lot of exposition, mm. a lot of action exposition. I love that as well. <laughs> yeah. The reason why they're they're robbing these banks is because... Their family's ranch is in a reverse mortgage. These two brothers, Toby and Tanner, you know, they try to figure out how they can do the damn thing and get their family out of this debt, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff going on here, man, where there is this reverse mortgage. And I just realized that this is my first time ever typing or writing down the word mortgage. Silent T in there. I don't know why. I don't like it either, but uh, that's beside the point, though. <laughs> I got you. But you can tell, man, throughout this entire movie, right? These are two brothers, and they're just like boys. Yeah. They love each other. They will do anything and very loyal for each other. Mm-hmm. But at the same exact time, if they're going to go around and try to rob these banks, they're going to be tailed. They're going to be tailed by two Texas Rangers, man. Mm-hmm. And they're coming after them. Yeah, we got the... Uh great jeff bridges following up he's just kind of following the pieces right following the trail that these guys are leaving behind you know they're not good at this right (laughs) not 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 at all i mean they're planning and they're doing you know what what they need to do and they know how they need to do it but like 
Toby says at one point, he's like, it's a lot different when you're doing it rather than when you're just making the plan. Yeah. <laughs> so they just they just leave a, a trail of clues. That's what I'm saying, man. There is a lot of like exposition through the action. Mm-hmm. You know, I thoroughly enjoy that, man. Let's go ahead and dive into these characters, man. Let's start out with Chris Pine, Toby Howard. He is a divorced father, really cares about his family, his family name, and wants to do right. And what he decides to do is because this bank kind of put his family in a reverse mortgage, his family's farm ranch, he's going, they're going to only steal from this one type of bank. So for example, if it's like Wells Fargo, what is it? Texas, Texas Midland or something. It's called Um, the name of the banks, but yeah, Midland something or other Texas on the prairie, you know, reserve or whatever the hell it's called. But there's like seven or eight of these different banks, and they're going to knock them all off. <clears throat> Toby Howard, man, you can tell he has a violent shriek when he needs it, but he's actually a really kind-hearted father who loves his boys, you know, wants to do right by his family. Ben, on the other hand, <laughs> what do you think about this guy? Ben, ben Foster as Tanner Howard. He's a typical older brother in these movies. Yeah. Very protective of his brother. He's going to do anything and everything for his brother, make sure he's his brother's safe, make sure his brother gets what he wants. So out of the two, he is repeat criminal offender, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's in a lot of trouble. He goes to jail, and then he gets out of jail, and they're trying to, it's like a year, and they're still trying to figure out how he hasn't gone back to jail yet. In this year, he's been out. <laughs> uh, I love how Tanner literally admitted that it's been difficult staying out of prison the past year, man. Yeah. He enjoys the violence <laughs> and all the illegal activities. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he enjoys Toby is trying to plan these things out. He's trying to make sure nobody gets hurt. It's just, they just want the money. They want to get out. And his brother is just, you know, he's wild. He's a loose cannon, if he, bro. Yeah. Yeah, if he feels like he needs to do something, he's... He's going to do it, rather regardless of if it throws the plan off, if it messes everything up. He doesn't care. He's just there to have fun, and he enjoys every second of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, a, a little bit about Tanner as, as well, him being an ex-con. He actually shot and killed his own father, Papa Howard. He killed him, and he also does not drink Mr. Pibb because only assholes drink Mr. Pibb. <laughs> Literally... My favorite line of the movie, by the way. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that was his bro. That was an interesting Toby. scene in general. <laughs> oh, good God. Yeah, but like, I, Toby goes in there to get him, like, goes to gas up or do something. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, Give me a Dr. Pepper. And he comes back. <laughs> the, whatever happens, happens. He gets in the car, hands him the Mr. Pip, and he says, Dude, I told you to get me a Dr. Pepper, man. Only assholes <laughs> drink Mr. Pip. Like,. <laughs> Just fantastic writing that yeah. only like two close friends, brothers type thing would yeah. really admit it and even say to each other. So <laughs> yeah. love that about him, man. Definitely a loose cannon. Jeff Bridges as Texas Ranger Marcus Hamilton. Uh, he's one half of the Rangers that are tasked with taking these brothers down. Uh, Jeff Bridges, man, just super cool. Yeah. In this role, he is just an old school Texas guy you know he has that texas charm about him mm-hmm. you know he he's weeks away from retirement and this is his job he has to take these guy guys down yeah. in every 
you know, every possible way, man. He's right on on their tail. I love it. Yeah, man. Jeff Bridges is always just a just a fun guy to watch. Just because he's so cool, right? Yeah. He just. <laughs> You know, he's picking on the other ranger this whole movie. He just delivers the lines so chill, just so smooth. You just laugh regardless of how racist it is. <laughs> and, it, and it's very racist. It's, very it's racist. extremely racist. <laughs> but it's like Jeff Bridges, and it's like, dude's just so cool, though, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. He just gets a pass on it for some reason. <laughs> some reason. I don't know why, but he does. No clue. <laughs> We also have his uh, partner, who he's basically picking on the entire time, uh, Gil Birmingham as Texas Ranger Alberto Parker. Uh, he's the other ranger tasked with taking down the Howard brothers. Uh, he is Hispanic and uh, Indian, Native American, kind of mm-hmm. a, a, a mix there. And as crazy and, and wild thinking as uh, Hamilton is, Alberto is the dude. We need to do it like this, man. This is by the book. We do it like this. Like, let's make sure that we follow this. Yeah, uh, he's kind of like the, the straight man out of the two, uh, just like Toby is for the Howard boys, right? There always has to be mm-hmm. one guy who kind of keeps them on on that path, man. But he was a a good secondary to Jeff Bridges because you got to see. You got to hear what Jeff Bridges was thinking because he can easily just explain that to his other to his partner. Yeah. Uh, some some movies when there's these, you know, lone cops or lone rangers or whatever, they you kind of you got to you get to see it on on their face, but you don't really hear their exposition. I like that mm-hmm. they supplemented him with a partner, a good partner to explain his thought process and how he plans on taking these guys down, man. That was fun. And uh, real quick, very, very, very small role, in, and I'll let you wrap up with the one that you had there. We had Marin Ireland as Debbie Howard. It's Toby's ex-wife who has custody of the kids, and she's basically his North, North Star in regards to he knows that he's not going to get back with her, but... And it's still the mother of his kids mm-hmm. that he cares for all three of them. And everything that he does is is for them. I, I thought that was really important and a really focal point where even though it's a small role, it's very important um, yes. in the scenes that she was in. And if it wasn't for her showing up when she was showing up, oh, something yeah. bad probably yeah. could have happened. So <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wrap it up with... Uh... Katie Mixon as Jenny Ann. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, her that small role was like one of the best parts of the movie for me. Just because she's like, she's just not taking it from the Ranger. She don't care who he is. Yeah. You know, she's keeping her mouth shut about these guys. She knows something was up. She could piece the, you know, piece it together, but she's just not saying anything, which at the end of the day really helps, you know, them get to the end of the plan yeah. because she could have easily been like, yeah, that's the guy. This is the guy. They're both here. Shut them down. You know, go pick them up. I'll be your witness. But nah, she's like, nope, not snitching. Not me. <laughs> Toby gives her like $200 for like, it, they yeah. were in like a little, she works at a little diner, right? Their meal yeah. couldn't have been more than $17, mm-hmm. you know, and that's getting the, the big T-bone steak there. Do you think, 
if she, if he wouldn't have laid down that two hundred dollars, that she still would have acted the way that she did towards the Texas Ranger. Yeah, seems like that kind of person. Yeah, man, she just was like the epitome of like su- sweetheartness, right? Out of all the yeah. foul characters that we have in this movie, yeah. she was that brimming light in the movie, man. I think it would have been the same way, just because she seems like that type of person to be like, you know, it's really none of your business what went down. In yeah, here. you know, I. Grew up watching westerns with my pops. I, you know, one of my favorite movies is is Friday Night Lights, which test, takes place in you know West Texas, Canaan. This looks like those. This is where those boys grew up, man. These mm-hmm. th- these small towns, you know. This is like this movie because she's literally shot in any town in Texas. Mm-hmm. I did not look it up and see if it actually was shot. But my only guess is that it was. It was not. No. Where was this movie shot at, man? Uh, New Mexico. You say a back lot. Where? New Mexico. Oh, okay. 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 That makes sense. Doesn't make sense to me at all, but uh, cool. Close. Close (laughs) Close Close, to it. Right right there, right? It's still a lot of (laughs) desert, but. Yeah. I guess that's what's cool about it, because New Mexico and Texas look the same. Yeah, I think that's the whole point. You know, just big valleys, open land. You don't find it anywhere in that little area. Yeah, yeah, man. These small towns and everything. One thing I did like is the camera work, man. That was fun. Like, the way that this movie brings, like, the cameraman and director brings you into this movie, mm-hmm. that that first heist, you know, there there's absolutely no setup. It's just, <laughs> hey, this is the heist. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, it, it reminded me a yeah. lot of any of the 007 James Bond movies from like Gold, Goldfinger on. There's, mm-hmm. you know, James Bond is in the middle of a, of an action sequence or in the middle of some spy stuff or a caper already when the movie starts. Like first thing, like there's yeah. no yeah. Build, build up to it. <laughs> they just, the, these two boys, they just go right into the, their... Uh, smack the woman who gets who opens up the bank and does their first heist. We don't even got the title yeah. card of the movie yet, right? <laughs> it's genius, right? Because immediately they make you have to invest in it to know what's going to happen. Why are these yeah. guys doing this? You have to find out now because you just have two guys just walked into a bank for no reason. That was really, really cool. That kind of brought us in there. The rest of, of the camera work, uh, you know, it was really typical. But uh, yeah. just that opening scene, man, was just like magical. Like, I'm I'm here. You have me for this yeah. next hour and 45 minutes now, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> Definitely, man. Yeah, I agree. Have you seen this one before? No, this is my first time watching this. Oh, mine too. Mine too. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, I'm trying to mix it up there. Let's jump into this theme real, real quick, man. There, there's a lot here, and I feel like I say that every week. Uh, maybe I do, maybe I don't. I don't remember now. Um, there's a lot of Seinfeld in between now and then. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is about changing your stars, man. This is about mm-hmm. changing your family stars. This is about family name. This movie is about leaving a legacy that, you know, your kids can can look up to you and b- believe in. And I, yeah. I thoroughly think, you know, Toby was ready to die, ready to go out in a blaze of glory at the end of this movie because everything that he was doing was for his, his kids, man. Yeah. Uh, his brother, on the other hand, just the 
loose cannon who just just really got yeah. off on doing all this violence and and stuff, man. Oh yeah, no remorse. Mm-hmm. That's Ben Foster for for you though, man. He just always plays that guy, creepy. <laughs> Like, no soul in, in his eyes at, at all, man. Yeah. So. All right, Jamie. So that is our review of Hell or High Water. Talk to you, man. This was a very well-rounded movie. Yeah. Uh, from the actors to the to the whole story, the plot. What we talked about a little bit. We had to invest in this movie. Every scene made you invest your time for the next scene. Because you just wanted to see how this plan was playing out. Oh, yeah. All of these actors, uh, it was a very fun Western movie. You know, it was kind of like a, you know, they make the jokes in there a lot, especially uh, uh, Hamilton about it being cowboys and Indians, right? Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> just, so racist. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a, a 3 out of 5 rating. Uh, very watchable and real, well-rounded. Good deal, man. What about you, man? Uh, this gets four bucks of popcorn, man. This movie is a slow burn. If you look at the, uh, I almost said box cover, like it's in a damn VHS, man. That's how old I am, bro. I said box, I was about to say box cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You look at the movie poster, or the box cover, whatever, this looks like this is going to be an all-out, action-driven, balls-to-the-wall, just guns-a-blazing type movie. Mm-hmm. This is not that. This is a slow burn with a lot of character development about two brothers trying to make things right for their family and their family name. Yeah. Um, this is about you know Toby trying to leave a legacy for his kids and leave money for his kids. He grew up poor in his mm-hmm. family. Um, this movie is also about a retiring Texas Ranger on one last job. I love that. I love that, man. <laughs> the cop with one last job before he yeah. retires, right? Yep. He's got to get yep. his man no matter what. But Jeff Bridges made it super cool, man. You know, um, this is a lot of rewatchability. There's probably things that I yeah. did miss. I watched it one time before this pod, but I will definitely be checking it out again because I know there's scenes and action and cinematography that I do have to see again, man. But, yeah, yeah, four buckets of popcorn, man. This was a fun, slow ride. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Hell or High Water. Next week, we'll be discussing Z for Zechariah. And that is streaming on Plex. I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.